Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz and welcome to another Bible reading of the day. Today we're in Jeremiah 28, 1-17 and Mark 9, 1-50. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. The false prophet Hananiah. In the fifth month of the same of that same year, the fourth year early in the reign of Zedekiah king of Judah, the prophet Hananiah, son of Azor, who was from Gibeon, said to me in those in the house of the Lord, in the presence of the priests and all the people. This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says I will break the yoke of the king of Babylon. Within two years, I will bring back to this place all the articles of the Lord's house that Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, removed from here and took to Babylon. I will also make, also bring back to this place Jehochen, son of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, and all the other exiles from Judah who went to Babylon, declares the Lord, for I will break the yoke of the king of Babylon. Then the prophet Jeremiah replied to the prophet Hananiah, for the priests and all the people who were still standing in the house of the Lord. He said, Amen. <clears throat> Amen. May the Lord do so. May the Lord fulfill the words you have prophesied by bringing the articles of the Lord's house and all the exiles back to the place from Babylon. Nevertheless, listen to what I have to say in your hearing and in the hearing of all the people. From early times, the prophets who preceded you and me have prophesied war, disaster, and plague against many countries and great kingdoms. But the prophet who prophesies peace will be recognized as one truly sent by the Lord only if his prediction comes true. Then the prophet Hananiah took the yoke off the neck of the prophet Jeremiah and broke it. And he said, before all the prof all the people, this is what the Lord says. In the same way... In the same way, will I break the yoke of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, off the neck of the, all the nations within two years? At this, the prophet Jeremiah went on his way. Shortly after the prophet Hananiah had broken the yoke off the neck of the prophet Jeremiah, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. Go and tell Hananiah, this is what the Lord says. You have broken a wooden yoke, but in its place you will get a yoke of iron. This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says. I will put an iron yoke on the necks of all the nations to make them serve Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and they will serve him. I will even give him control over the wild animals. Then the prophet Jeremiah said to Hananiah the prophet, Listen, Hananiah, the Lord has not sent you, yet you have persuaded this nation to trust in lies. Therefore, this is what the Lord says. I am about to remove you from the face of the earth. This very out year, you, you are going to die because you have preached rebellion against the Lord. In the seventh month of that same year, Henni the prophet died. Let's go ahead and head to your New Testament reading. This is Scott Lutz, and now this is your New Testament reading, Mark 9, 1 through 50. Jesus predicts his death. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. And he said to them, I tell you the truth, some who are standing here will not taste death before they see the kingdom of God come with power. 
the transfiguration. After six days, Jesus took Peter, James, and John with him and led them up a high mountain where they were all alone. There he was transfigured before them. His clothes became dazzling white, whiter than anyone in the world could bleach them. And there appeared before them Elijah and Moses, who were talking with Jesus. Peter said to Jesus, Rabbi, it is good for us to be here. Let us put up three shelters, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He did not know what to say. They were so frightened. Then a cloud appeared and enveloped them, and a voice came from the cloud. This is my son whom I love. Listen to him. Suddenly, when they looked around, they no longer saw anyone with them except Jesus. As they were coming down the mountain, Jesus gave them orders not to tell anyone what they had seen until the Son of Man has risen from the dead. They kept the the matter to themselves, discussing what rising from the dead meant. They asked him, Why do the teachers of the law say that Elijah must come first? Jesus replied, To be sure, Elijah does come first and restores all things. Why then is it written that the Son of Man must suffer much and be rejected? But I tell you, Elijah has come, and they have done to him everything they wished, just as it is written about him. The healing of a boy with with an evil spirit. When they came to the other disciples, they saw a large crowd around them, and the teachers of the law argued with them. As soon as the as all the people saw Jesus, they were overwhelmed with wonder and ran to greet him. What are you arguing with them about? he asked. A man in the crowd answered, Teacher, I brought you, you my son, who is possessed by a spirit that he that has robbed him of speech. Whenever it seizes him, it throws him to the ground. He foams at the mouth, gnashes his teeth, and becomes rigid. I asked your disciples to drive out the spirit. But they could not. O unbelieving generation, Jesus replied, How long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring the boy to me. So they brought him. When the spirit saw Jesus, it immediately threw the boy into a convulsion. He fell to the ground and rolled around, foaming at the mouth. Jesus asked the boy's father, How long has he been like this? From childhood, he answered. It has often thrown him into fire or water to kill him. But if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. If you can, said Jesus, everything is possible for him who believes. Immediately the boy's father exclaimed, I do believe, help me overcome me my unbelief. When Jesus saw that a crowd was running to the scene he rebuked this evil spirit the deaf and mute spirit he said you deaf and mute spirit he said i command you come out of him and never enter him again the spirit shrieked convulsed him violently and came out the boy took looked so much like a corpse that many said he's dead but jesus took him by the hand and lifted him to his feet and he stood up after jesus had gone indoors his disciples asked him privately Why couldn't we drive it out? He replied, This kind can come out only by prayer. They left the place and passed through Galilee. Jesus did not want anyone to know where they were, because he was touching his disciples. He said to them, The Son of Man is going to be betrayed into the hands of men. They will kill him, and after three days he will rise. 
but they did not understand what he meant and were afraid to ask him about it. Who is the greatest? They came to Capernaum when he was in the house. He asked them, what are you arguing about on the road? But they kept quiet because on the way they had argued about who was the greatest. Sitting down, Jesus called the twelve and said, If anyone wants to be first, he must be the very last and the servant of all. He took a little child and had him stand among them. Taking him in his arms, he, he said to them, Whoever welcomes one of these little children in my name welcomes me, and whoever welcomes me does not welcome me but the one who sent me. Whoever is not against us is for us. Teacher said, John, we saw a man driving out demons in your name, and we told him to stop because he was not one of us. Do not stop him, Jesus said. No one who does a miracle in my name can in the next moment say anything bad about me. For whoever is not against us is for us. I tell you the truth. Anyone who gives you a cup of water in my name because you belong to Christ will certainly not lose his reward, causing to sin. If anyone causes one of these little ones to, who believe in me to sin, I would it would be better for him to be thrown into the sea with a large milestone, millstone tied around his neck. If, you hand, if your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life maimed than with two hands to go into hell. When where the fire go, never goes out. And if your foot causes you to sin, cut it off, and it is better for you to enter life crippled than to have two feet and and be thrown into hell. And if your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. It is better for you to enter the kingdom of God with one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into hell, where their worm does not die and the fire is not quenched. Everyone will be salted with fire. Salt is good, but if it loses its saltiness, how can you make it salty again? Have salt in yourselves and be, and be at peace with each other. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Lord God, I just praise you. I thank you for everything, Lord. I just ask that you be with us, watch over us, and keep us safe. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.